And now it's time for the further adventures of Big John and Sparky. Today's chapter is entitled Trouble in the Ranks. I want to start to tell you about the time there was almost a rebellion in Sparky's club, all because of baseball uniforms. <laughs> My, how those kids do carry on. But uh, it all started one spring evening in our little home in Cincinnati. Miss Sparky and I were playing host to Mayor Plumfront, who had come to our house for dinner. It was just a nice, quiet, little informal affair, and... It was after dinner that the trouble really started. Well, oh, Buster, I tell you, that was a delicious meal. A delicious meal. Well, thank you, Mayor. Glad you liked it. Hey, Big John, can I have that last uh, chocolate cookie, please? <laughs> you may as well take it. You ate all the others that were on the dish there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. You know me. I like chocolate cookies. I'm telling you, Buster, you are a grand and glorious cook. You ought to get yourself a job in a restaurant somewhere, or better still, maybe you ought to open up one of your own. Well, I'm glad you think so much of my cooking, Mayor. <laughs> Yeah, thank you very much. Okay, let's get these dishes uh, over to the sink, and now I'll, I'll get them washed. And I don't think I'm going to be able to enjoy myself sitting here watching you and the lad washing dishes. I may as well uh, <laughs> roll up my sleeves and pitch in and help out there. Oh, come on now, Mayor. You don't have to help with the dishes. You are a guest. You just sit there. And after that April Fool show that the lad and me played on you, but <laughs> I feel like I should help out a little bit. Give me a dish towel there, and you wash, and I'll dry. Well, if you want to help, Mayor, it's all right with me. Sparky, give the mayor a dish towel. Yeah, thank you, lad. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, fine. Now we can get started. Um, Big John, after we finish the dishes, uh, let me say we walk up the street to Robin's Throttle's ice cream store and have a soda. A soda? My goodness, we just finished eating. Well, I mean, we can, you know, you know, I know, I know, I know that. So we can take a little walk. And then we can get the soda. Well, <laughs> all right. After we finish the dishes. Well, now, just a minute, Sparky. Uh, the mayor and I aren't as young as you. Uh, we'd like to rest a little bit after all that hard work washing the dishes. Right, Mayor? <laughs> yeah, it might have been hard work for you, but it wasn't much for me. Well, anyway, we'll sit down in the living room and talk. The mayor and I, that is. And, and then we'll take a walk. Yeah, it's a good idea. Good idea. Here's a peppermint stick for you, lad. Just want to happen to have in the pocket. <laughs> Here you are. Hey, <laughs> thanks a lot, Mayor. Thanks a lot. I appreciate that. That's all right. I carry a little supply of peppermint sticks for just such occasions as this. You know, Big John, these here youngsters are going to grow up to be voters, and they grow up pretty fast. And uh, being mayor, you've got to cultivate your votes while they're cultivatable. <laughs> or something like that. 
Yeah, that's very true, Mayor. Very true. Then on top of that, I like youngsters. I mean, they ain't nothing I wouldn't do for the youngsters of this here grand and glorious town of ours. Nothing at all, at all, at all. <laughs> no, sheree, nothing at all I wouldn't do for them. You know that, too, don't you, lad, hey? Well, sure, Mayor. You've always been nice to me and all the guys in my game. No, there ain't nothing too good for the youngsters in this here community. I'd give the kids in our city the shirt off my back. <laughs> <laughs> and all you'd have to do, Mayor, is give us one of your shirts and it would fit all of us. <laughs> <laughs> now, Sparky... Ain't you all right? It's all right, Buster. Let the lad alone. I'm fat, and I know it. <laughs> Being fat ain't nothing to be ashamed of. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> That's right, Mayor. We like you fat. Oh, telephone ring. Hey, telephone ring, Big John. Well, you answer it, Sparky. It's probably for you. Oh, sweet Buster, I've always said drink nothing I wouldn't do for the youngsters of this here town. Nothing is too good for them. Oh. Oh, hello, Maxie. How are you, Max? Must be Maxie Finster on the phone. Wonder what's up. Why, well, something usually up when Maxie calls the lad? Yeah, usually. Why, sure, Maxie. I know you're the official Royal Sly Fox in our club. Why? What's up? See, I told you something's up. <laughs> Even Sparky's wondering. Sure, I realize baseball season is almost apart. Haven't we been practicing every day after school? Why? Huh? Oh? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's bad. Awful holes, huh? Yeah, that's bad. Something seems to be bad, huh? Looks that way. I'm anxious to find out what this is all about myself. Well, we'll see what kind of a deal you can swing, Maxie. Sure, you bet. You've got my official okay. Yeah. Okay, Maxie. I'll see you later. Now, okay, so long, Max. Boy. Ugh, it isn't something. Mary, you having trouble? Yeah, we sure are, Mayor. As you well know, Mayor, in St. John's baseball season is almost upon us, and it has just been discovered that our baseball uniforms are no longer any good. They're all full of holes. Our club is now faced with the problem of getting new uniforms. Well, that doesn't seem to be a problem. If you ask me, that club of yours is the richest club in town. Dip down into the treasury, get some of that loot, buy some uniforms. Well, we couldn't do that, St. John. Maxie Fisher, who is the official fly fox of the club, doesn't favor spending money for anything. He'd rather swing a deal with somebody and let them buy the uniforms for us. I see. Well, <laughs> Maxie knows best, I suppose. <laughs> Uh-oh. Telephone ringing again. I'll get it. It's probably for me. Yeah, no doubt. Hello? Uh, hello, Charlie, old boy. How are you? Charlie Clamberding this time, Mayor. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know, Charlie. Max, you just told me about it. Well, uh, look, uh, uh, Charlie, old boy, what do you suggest? Oh, I don't know, Charlie. Max, you never stand still for that. Well, if you think so, go ahead. You'll have to talk to Cyril about it, though, Charlie. Because he's the official uh, royal watchdog of the Treasury. Okay, Charlie. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so long. Hello, Charlie. Climate anything, John. Yeah. Well, Charlie suggests that we go out and buy new uniforms. He says if we had had new uniforms in the first place, the ones that we have now wouldn't have holes in them. In a way, I guess he's kind of right. I suppose he is. Of course, if he can get you uniforms for nothing, I'd say Maxie Finster is right. I'll get it, I'll get it. It's probably Maxie. Charlie probably called him and told him what he wants to do, and Maxie's probably need to object. Hello? Oh, hello, Cheryl. What's cooking? Yeah, I know. I know you're the official royal watchdog of the Treasury. Okay, Cheryl. Go ahead. Stand on your constitutional rights. Huh? 
Barry says he'll punch you right in the nose if you don't give him the money to buy the new baseball uniforms. Punch you in the nose? Boy, it sounds like a revolution in our club. Well, look, Cheryl, um, I don't know, uh, I'll do my best to see that you're protected, but, uh, you know, Charlie's idea about buying new uniforms sounds good to me. Well, okay, Cheryl. I'll see you later. Yeah, so long. Well, guess you heard that, didn't you, Big John? Every word. It <laughs> seems that Charlie Clamberding has threatened to punch Cheryl Rappaport in the nose. Yeah. Is that it? Cheryl takes care of the treasury, and he refuses to give Charlie the money to buy the new uniforms. He favors Maxie Fester's idea. No, oh, here we go again. But that's Charlie again. like Maxie means business. That's right. Maxie means business, all right. In fact, Maxie is all business. Well, boy, this looks like the beginning of a revolution in our club, and I'm going to hand it off before we end up with the richest club in town and no members. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Well, this sure did start out as a common, peaceable day, and it sure did end up wild and furious. Charlie Clamardine said he'd punch Cyril Rappaport in the nose if Cyril didn't give him the money out of the club treasury to buy new baseball uniforms for the club. Maxie says he'll resign from the club if Cyril does give Charlie the money. Finally, if this keeps up, we won't need any uniforms for our baseball team. We won't have any baseball team to buy uniforms for. Man, I've got a hit off the trouble that's brewing in our club. Uh-oh, there's the telephone again. More trouble. I'll see you later, kids. So long.